As artists, we all know about the paralysis caused by waiting for the right moment in the right conditions. So why do we continue to do it, and how can we stop? That's this week on the Fuse Chamber Podcast. You're listening to the Fuse Chamber Podcast, where you get the elite mindsets and skills to ignite your voice and build your audience. I'm your host, Chris Williams, and I want to help you live the life you really want. Hey guys, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. Do you know that more failure is caused by failing to act than by acting imperfectly or improperly? Now, before we begin, let's take a moment to remember why we're here. To create the next generation of leaders in arts, business, and community. To create an elite tribe of powerful, successful professionals who redefine how artists and entrepreneurs can do what they really want to do with their lives, full of passion and without compromise. I'll show you who you have to become in order to win And I'll be here to inspire you each and every week so that you stay inspired and stay driven. This investment of 15 minutes a week will create habits that forever change your life and career. Now, who among us doesn't wish sometimes for perfect conditions, the perfect moment, the right time to strike, and some kind of guarantee of success? I think even our ancestors and other species that we can observe are designed to study the environment carefully calculate the exact time to strike at a predator, to reach for a morsel of food without being detected or challenged, or simply to run away at the most opportune moment. Now, maybe that ability is innate, or maybe we learn these skills through trial and error. So it's hard to say whether the contrasting ability to take risks, and as they say, leave caution to the wind, is genetically determined environmentally determined, or some mixture of both. And it's really hard to say what the right mixture of those two is. There appears to be some occasions for pause and some occasions for courage. So developing just one set of those skills to the detriment of the other is not helpful and not right. What is certainly true in our modern era, however, is that our perceptions of consequences of action have been heavily distorted. We believe we'll be laughed at. We believe we'll sink the boat. We believe we'll be held solely accountable. We believe people will hate us. We believe we'll lose our jobs. We believe we have only one shot and we're terrified to blow it because we don't know if we'll ever get another one. And as I've said many times before, wherever there's a fear-inducing condition, there is the automatic biological response to fear. And as you know by now, These biological responses are completely irrational, and they're not suited for our 21st century needs. So I frequently say, there's no tiger anymore. So the natural inborn fear responses don't serve us. And one of those natural responses is the need to be certain and safe. I define the need for certainty as the need to be sure that something is true or perfect before engaging with it in any way. A need for certainty forces us to attempt to predict the future. And where we can't do that accurately, which is every time, we try instead to enumerate all the possible outcomes and mentally picture what it would be like to live through them. 
and then how to avoid them or handle them. The need for certainty forces us to prepare until we believe that nothing could possibly go wrong, or if it does go wrong, we would be adequately prepared to handle it. Now, in theory, this sounds great. Sounds like we're super prepared, which is good. But in reality, a need to be that prepared puts us at a massive disadvantage. It might keep us from moving swiftly. And if you exist in a competitive or rapidly evolving environment, you can't afford to be slow. You can't afford to be last. Now, certainty requires that we're able to see the future, which of course is almost always impossible. The only way to predict well is to have lived through enough experiences so we can predict that the sun will rise in the east tomorrow because it has every day of our lives. What's observable and repeatable is more predictable. However, so often in life, we don't have the opportunity to watch a thousand sunsets. So if we can't watch a sunset every day for three years, ten years, or more, we go beyond observing and getting to studying and analyzing. And this is what we use to achieve certainty when we can't predict the future based on the past. We try to imagine what could happen. We try to imagine all possible outcomes, every permutation of inputs and circumstances, scheduled and unscheduled events. We try to estimate the likelihood of occurrence and then create a script or an answer for each possible scenario. All of this sounds like a ton of work, and considering that no prediction can ever be 100% certain, it seems like a lot of work that returns very little value. And the value that it provides has more to do with our needs than anybody else's. It has to do with our comfort, that we've covered every angle, dealt with every formality, and trained for the unpredictable. Because if something goes wrong, when everything hits the fan, we don't want to be the person who didn't see it coming. Because that sounds unprepared. That sounds irresponsible. But delivering this kind of value is very, very expensive. Spending the time and effort to research every possible variable, every possible outcome, and to assign and rehearse a course of action to defend against or mediate negative impacts, costs. It costs individuals. It costs organizations. It costs whole societies an awful lot of money, time, and missed opportunity. See, the biggest tragedy is missing your moment because you were too busy trying to see the road ahead clearly, trying to be certain. So when you hear others or yourself say, you're just trying to spend a little more time making sure, being certain, getting comfortable, you're watching someone or yourself serve your own need to be certain. And this is kryptonite to creativity and innovation. So if you tend to procrastinate, if you tend to miss your moments, and let someone else claim your prize. Let someone else go in your place. Someone who's willing to do what you're not willing to do. Then you might be spending too much time looking for certainty. So how do you stop? Well, it's important to remind yourself, I think, of the two following things. It's a mental game. Number one, remember that certainty is never achievable. Nobody can ever predict the future with 100% accuracy. So the amount of time that it takes to come even close is simply wasted. It's too much overhead to absorb. Number two, remind yourself of this. Every time you think you need to do a little more research, wait a little longer, 
have more meetings, have more conversations, buy more gear, get more stuff, take more courses. All of these things are feeding the need for certainty. So learn to see them when they come up. Remind yourself that certainty is a myth. Everything that you spend time or resources on trying to become more certain is another minute of lead time or another resource that you give to your competition to help them beat you to market. Remember those two things. Now let's talk about safety. While the need for certainty comes from a place of wanting to be sure that we're not doing the wrong thing, the need for safety comes from a place of not wanting to suffer the consequences of doing the wrong thing. So the best way to be safe then is to lower our standards, our targets, to do the thing that we know most audiences would really like, to clean up your outward presentation so it doesn't offend or shock or surprise anybody, to move the dates out to where we know for sure, sure, sure we could hit them, or worse still, to do nothing at all. See, safety is about doing the conventional, the way we've always done things. Safety is about doing what's expected and expectable. It's about doing things to please others, especially authority figures, so that we can just improve our station, guarantee our survival, or at least keep our jobs. Now here, the saying of nothing ventured, nothing gained, or no pain, no gain, describe what we should be doing instead. We should risk. We should forego circumstances. Sometimes it's downright best to be irresponsible altogether. How do we stop seeking safety? Well, like certainty, remember that it's an impossible goal. But more important, we should remember that it's not a worthy goal because it keeps us average, and average can never become exceptional. Do you agree? If you value innovation and creativity as a key component of your existence here on Earth, you may already be guessing that mindsets of safety won't help you get there. We must be comfortable with risk. We must love stepping outside our comfort zones. We must be prepared to do the unconventional, to flip traditional thinking on its head. Do it backwards. Remove all the steps but the first one and the last one. Break all the rules of composition, form, and structure. Break things and remake them. We owe it to our customers and our audiences not to be bland. We owe it to them not to seek certainty and safety but beauty, brilliance, and innovation. So naturally, it's going to start with you. Folks, thanks for listening. You can reach out at FuseChamber.com or find me on Twitter at FuseChamber. Come in for some more insight and coaching next week. <laughs>